Blog Talk Radio. I believe God is going to blow a fresh wind. I believe he's going to blow a fresh wind on those who have had a tremendous loss. And he's going to give them the strength and the wisdom to recover. This is Pastor Brad Morgan. It's good being with you today. Hope you're having a good week. And uh, last week I started a message, uh, Ziklag, the place of restoration. And just to review for a couple minutes, uh, David was actually at uh, Ziklag because he'd gotten tired. He'd gotten tired of waiting on God. He'd gotten tired of waiting on God's promise. And so, and he got tired of dealing with Saul, dealing with the enemy. And so he he said, if I go to the Philistines, ask them for a place, they'll give me a place, and then Saul won't mess with me because Saul does not want to deal with the Philistines. So that's actually what he did. He settled. He settled for less than what God had for him. But God still hadn't given up on him. God still believed in the call that was on his life. And I want to tell you something today. God believes in that call, that specific call that he's put on your life. And uh, so we begin to to share out of 1 Samuel 30, out of uh, just the loss, the tremendous loss that David had at Ziklag when it was burned with fire. And but he didn't leave, lose uh, anything, didn't lose his wives, didn't lose the sons, didn't lose the daughters. I mean, they weren't killed. Now, he didn't know if he was going to get them back or not. He wept until there wasn't any more strength to weep. And then after he did that, he began to strengthen himself in the Lord is God. He began to remind himself of who God says he wa- was and what God said he could do. So starting in verse 7, it says, Then David said to Abathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring the ephod here to me. And Abathar brought the ephod to David. Now, Abathar means excellent father, but it also means the father of an abundance. And I want to tell you something. We serve a big God. And uh, with God, all things are possible. And he's an excellent father. There's a song, a good, good father. And, and God truly is uh, a good, good father. And the Bible says that he's a father to the fatherless. So verse 8 said, So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David got instructions. He did not just go against the enemy, but he he got instructions from God as to what he was supposed to do. And God told him to pursue. You know, James 1, 5 through 6 says, If anyone of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. So don't doubt in your heart. Sometimes you'll doubt in your head, but uh, God can still do things for you when you're doubting in your head if you're trusting in your heart. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord 
with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. And verse 9 said, So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him. I love that. Once David got an instruction, once God told him to pursue, he didn't pray about it more. He didn't study it out more. It said he went, and the men went with him. Now, that's interesting. The 600 men went with him. So that means that the men that uh, turned on him, the men that talked to wanting it, to stone him and kill him, those men, God God worked in those men's hearts and turned their hearts towards David. The Bible says when a man's way pleases the Lord, he'll make even his enemies to be at peace. Verse 10 says, But David pursued he and 400 men, for 200 stayed behind or was so weary that could not cross the brook Besar. Now, Besar means good news. So this is a brook. This is a brook of good news. They're going to discover good news. They're going to discover the goodness of God in the midst of a tremendous loss. Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate, and they let him drink water, and they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. There's that third day, three days and three nights, season of resurrection. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, servant of an Amalekite, and my master left me behind because three days ago I felt sick. You know, it's something God will give you a heart of compassion to minister to people in your crisis, to minister to people, even people maybe you don't agree with, but still to minister. Verse 14 says, We made an invasion of the southern area of the Shedderthrites and the territory which belongs to Judah and of the southern area of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag. So he's telling him what he did with fire. Then David said to him, Can you take me down to this troop? And when he had brought him down, there they were spreading out over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. Then David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. That's interesting that those young men uh, escaped. So God gave them supernatural strength. Super, you have to realize they were, they were weary, they were tired, they were frustrated, but God gave them supernatural strength to recover. And I believe God is going to blow a fresh wind. I believe he's going to blow a fresh wind on those who have had a tremendous loss, and he's going to give them the strength and the wisdom to recover. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two two wives. And nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Then David took all the flocks and herds they had driven before those other livestock and said, This is David's spoil. Now David came to the 200 men 
who had been so weary that they could not follow David, whom they also had made to stay at the brook Besar. So they went out to David and to meet the people who went with him. And when David came near the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless men of those who went with David answered and said, Because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil which we have recovered, except for every man's wife and children, that they may lead them away and depart. You know, they said, you didn't fight, so you're not getting anything. But David said, my brethren, it's interesting, they they called these men the these 400 men, wicked and worthless men. But David said, My brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us. But it's interesting, these same men, these wicked and worthless men, would become David's mighty men. Sometimes we can seem one way. Sometimes we can seem people that seem one way. But because of the power of God, and because of people loving them and believing in them, they can turn out to be a different way. But David said, My brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us, who has preserved us and delivered into our hand the troop that came against us. For who will heed you in this matter? But as is his part, is he who goes down to the battle, so shall his part be he who stays by the fire. They shall share alike. You know, there's people staying behind. There's people not in the midst of the battle. In the New Testament, it talks about the ministry of helps, people that are behind the scenes. And God says they'll get the, the same reward as those that are fighting in the battle. What's important is using what God has given you, whatever he's given you, whatever gift he's given you, using that. Now when David came to Ziklag, he sent some of the spoil to the elders of Judah, to his friends, saying, Here is a present to you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord, to those who were in Bethel, those who were in Ramoth of the south, those who were in Jetar, those who were in Ararah, those who were in Sifmoth, those who were in Estamoa, those who were in Rachel, those who were in the cities of the Jerichomalites, those who were in the city of the Kenites, those who were in Hormah, those who were in Chorshashan, those who were in Attack, those who were in Hebrew, and to all the places where David himself and his men were accustomed to rove. So David, David recovered, and this is God's plan, David recovered everything he lost. Then David re- recovered spoil. He recovered enough spoil that he was able to sow into all the different people that had helped him and been a blessing to him. And then shortly after this, David was going to walk into the thing that Samuel had prophesied over his life. When Samuel saw him, saw him as the eighth son, and said, I'm going to anoint you. I'm anointing you to be a king in the midst of your brothers. God took him through a process. He had to get instructions He had to get wisdom from God. So maybe today you're listening to me and you're in the midst of a mess. You're in the midst of what looks like a tremendous loss, a tremendous reversal. God wants to give you some instructions, some new instructions, show you what to do. God wants to encourage your heart. 
God wants to encourage you to to strengthen your heart, strengthen your heart in the Lord, and and then God will show you what to do, and you'll recover all. You'll recover spoil. You'll recover enough to sow into different people, and then you will recover the mantle, the call that God has for your life. Maybe you're listening to me today, and you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You've never asked Christ to come into your life. And, you know, he's really the one that can change us. He's the one that can change us from the inside out when we ask him to come into our heart and when we confess him to be Lord. So I just want to lead you in a prayer. Just, just pray after me. Say, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I acknowledge that that I need you. I acknowledge that I need relationship with you, that I've not lived for you. And I just repent of that. I repent of my sins. And I receive your forgiveness. I choose to forgive those. God, I choose to forgive those that have sinned against me. I forgive them today. And I receive your free gift of eternal life. And Jesus Christ, my Lord, and thank you that I'm a new man. Thank you that I'm a new woman because of what Christ is doing in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, uh, you can go to my uh, church webpage at New Life Beginnings Church, and there's a place where you can message. You can message me, Pastor Brad Morgan. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Berkshire, Texas, 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281 802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, The Best is Yet to Come, wherever you get your podcasts. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening.